Good morning. As you heard, uh, we've been working our way through the Lord's Prayer, and so today we're looking at the fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer, which is simply this. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, it might seem there's not much to say about this petition, but I'm required to speak for 15 minutes, so I'll do that. Or there's not much to say because it's straightforward. Jesus directs us to ask God the Father each day for the bread that we need that day. Now, things get interesting pretty quick when we ask, what kind of bread, right? Is it unleavened bread, manna, which just means, what is it? Challah bread, communion wafer, maybe, whole wheat, 12 grain, 7 grain, white bread, king's bread, bagel, muffin, crumpet, pumpernickel, or rye, or focaccia, or naan, and you know, garlic, or plain, you get your choice there. Paratha. You get your choice of fillings in that one, right? Roddy bread, sourdough, pita, baguette, garlic bread, croissant, crouton. It's old bread, but it's bread. Or a cracker. See, communion wafer. Right? Or is it shepherd's bread? Hamburger bun, hot dog bun, brioche, <laughs> bannock, tortilla, lafsa for you Scandinavians like me, right? Biscuit, roll. Dumpling, pretzel, scone, cornbread, beer bread, banana bread, or zucchini bread? What kind of bread, Jesus? <laughs> right? <laughs> so I think we can all agree that Jesus would never direct us to ask for zucchini bread, right? Not even our enemies would do that. <laughs> so we can toss that one out as a product of the fall. And then we can go around endlessly on which of the other breads and the other dozens that I didn't list that Jesus had in mind. And that would be fun. On the other hand, on one hand, it would show us the bounty of breads that God has bestowed on us, right? The variety of bread is dazzling, a taste for every palate and plate combination. On the other hand, it would, in fact, limit the point that Jesus is making. It would miss the point that bread, or lechem in Hebrew, can stand as the general word for food. Now, for you language lovers, this is called synecdoche. That is, using one thing to refer to everything in that group. An example would be the word Coke in Texas. If you want soda pop in Texas, you say you want Coke. Then you have to specify what kind of Coke you want. You want Coke Coke, Pepsi Coke, Dr. Pepper Coke, A&W Coke, Fanta Coke, and so forth, right? You get the point. By saying bread, Jesus is really saying Food, Uh, bread being the most common example of that category known as food. So what Jesus is really telling us to pray is, give us this day our daily food. So far, so good. Now, some of you will be racing off your minds thinking of all the kinds of food that fit into that category. What about pizza? Apples, blue cheese, smoked salmon, Captain Crunch, and chocolate cake. Sure, that's all food. Whether it's necessary food may be debatable, but it's all food, right? But not kale. That's another product of the fall. (laughs) I can see you like my exegesis. This is good. Others will be wondering if drink is included in this, right? Food is good, but the body also needs water, milk, coffee, wine, and the like. We need drink to wash down the food, rev up the body, and to gladden the heart. Well, we can include drinks in what Jesus is saying. How do we do this? For you language lovers, this is called metonymy. 
That is, using one thing to include something else closely associated with it. So an example would be if I say, hand me my coffee. I do not mean toss the liquid known as coffee at me. I mean, hand me my cup of coffee, right? The cup is included. The word coffee refers both to the liquid and to what's closely associated with it, in this case, the cup. So when Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread, Jesus implies that which is closely associated with it, drink. So now we have, give us this day our daily food and drink. Again, we could have all sorts of wonderful long discussion about all the kinds of food and drink that God richly provides for us each day. In doing this, we would no doubt talk about how God, working through food and drink, does many good things for us. God nourishes and strengthens our bodies so that we can physically perform the callings he has given us. God gives us pleasure to our palates by means of food and drink. God soothes our wearied souls by means of food and drink. Through meals, God provides opportunities for us to meet new people and to share at least two things in common, food and drink, until we find out more that we have in common with our colleagues, roommates, neighbors, friends, and spouses in the future, right? In this wonderfully long discussion, we would also know that Jesus teaches us that we are reliant on God each day, right? You note the redundancy in here, right? Give us this day our daily bread. Why the redundancy? Well, to highlight the point, right? We are reliant on God each day to give us what we need for that day. We would see that God then indeed does provide for us each day. God just doesn't dump a bunch of supplies on an island and make us fight for it until they're all gone. This is not the Hunger Games, right? This is the gospel. God gives each day. So God knows our repeated need for food and drink and provides for them even when we don't ask. Now this petition is not about reminding God to give us what we need daily in food and drink. This prayer is for us. It's to remind us that we are not self-sustaining. We are creatures in need of our creator to provide and sustain for us. We turn to God in the Lord's Prayer then to remind us, one, that we have daily needs that only God can provide, two, that we should seek God to fulfill those needs, and three, that we should thank God for doing all of this freely out of love. But I never get a bill from God like I do at the restaurant. Yet food and drink are still not the whole point that Jesus is making. God is not like some ancient Near Eastern deity who's just in charge of one part of creation. Right? In the polytheistic worlds that surrounded the Jewish people, there were numerous gods, each with a specific job in the cosmos. Uh, there was a god in charge of fresh water, salt water, the wind, mud, the sun, the moon, bread, and so forth and so on. Right? There was a god... You can think of these as, you know, super administrators, right? They're God in charge of each aspect of the cosmos. Now, God the Father is not just a bread God. Uh, he is in charge of bread, but much more than that. God the Father is in charge of the whole cosmos and everything beyond that as well. He is the one loving, omnipotent God. He gives bread or food and drink, not because that's all he's capable of, but because that is directly connected to sustaining our lives and our well-being. So in this sense, what Jesus is really directing us to pray is this. Give us this day everything we need daily to sustain our lives. And Martin Luther captures this nicely when he says, to put it briefly, this petition includes everything that belongs to our entire life in this world because it is only for its sake 
that we even need daily bread. In other words, the reason that food and drink are of any importance is because they support our lives and well-being. It's not that bread is the thing, it's that we are the thing. Luther elaborates on this point uh, in his small catechism where he explains the fourth petition this way. What then does daily bread mean? The answer, everything included in the necessities and nourishment for our bodies, such as food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, farm, fields, livestock, money, property, an upright spouse, upright children, upright members of the household, upright and faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, decency, honor, good friends, faithful neighbors, and the like. Here we see that bread is more than food and drink. For you language lovers, we have returned to the word, uh, uh, the category of synecdoche for bread. And in this case, the category we're looking at is everything that we need daily to sustain our lives and well-being. That includes our physical, social, political, economic, spiritual, and mental needs. Now, we know that God takes care of us spiritually by giving us the real bread that sustains life forever. God gives us his son in the flesh. As Jesus says in John chapter 6, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. We likewise remember Jesus' words at Passover when he handed out bread and wine, giving us the Lord's Supper, saying, Take, eat, this is my body. Drink of it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, the new covenant, which is poured out for the forgiveness of sins. In receiving this very bread of life, we receive our spiritual care in forgiveness and everlasting life. But God's bread also satisfies our mental needs. And by mental here, I mean more than emotional needs. I mean intellectual needs. God, the supreme thinker, has made us in his image. And this means that uh, one way you could run this is he's given us reason. He's given us curiosity. And he's given us the joy of puzzling over and sometimes solving life's riddles. And here I'm reminded of the short essay by Lewis Carroll from a century ago called Feeding the Mind. Now maybe some of you remember reading this in Core Philosophy 101. Carol observes that we pay careful attention to what we eat and how that impacts our bodies, or at least we know how it does that. If we follow through, is maybe another matter. But he wonders whether we pay as much attention to what we feed our minds and how that impacts our thoughts, our words, our deeds, us, and each other. Do we plan out the kinds and amount and variety of mental food that we eat? Do we starve our minds of thought such that they shrivel up? Or do we stuff them with all bunch of sugary texts so that we are rather obesely out of shape mentally? Or do we feed our minds with substance and questions and ideas from all the healthy food groups? And for us, the food groups are the academic disciplines, right? Do we exercise our minds at regular intervals and increase the difficulty level? Do we give ourselves time to digest what we've learned? Do we feed our minds so that they can handle the complexities of life and also enjoy the wonders of life that God has made? When we pray as Jesus taught us, give us this day our daily bread, we ask God to provide for us in all ways, 
That includes our intellect, both for our enjoyment and for the benefit of our neighbors who call on us to puzzle out life's problems for them. We cannot pray this prayer without asking God to give us a good education every day of our lives. Just as we need food each day for our bodies, so we need food each day for our minds. And what better place to be fed than here, in your classes, with thinkers old and new, with your professors and fellow classmates? Go, be fed your daily bread. God has already prepared a rich feast for you.